The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Dude, it is goddamn fucking top ramen in this It bitch. is. Bobby just shut down his server, but I think that thing was just shooting pure and fucking fire dude, out of his ass. Dude, it's like, it's not even regular top ramen. It's like the Oriental flavor. <laughs> they it's, actually called that stuff. Yeah, it's, it says it on the label. So still. distressing on so many levels. Well, that- it's Oriental describes objects, not people or culture. So I think it's like you can say an Oriental rug. But yeah. you can't say that someone's an Oriental. So as as those ramens are things, can we still call them Oriental? Are you now? Are you calling the people ramen? Because no, I'm talking about the, oh, the fucking oh, package okay. dinner. Okay, sorry, sorry. That's sorry, two sorry. servings, by the way. But I crushed that thing, the whole fucking thing. Obs. Didn't we talk about this word last week or the I week know, before? But we can't. We we can't get away from it because we are. We're currently under so much heat exhaustion. Yes, we got three giant dudes in here fucking breathing heavy, and the cases are up in town, so that doesn't make it anywhere. Yeah. Well, so I don't exciting. I don't know if you guys have seen the recent like numbers and how big the spike is getting, but it's it's it, it's like doubling and doubling and doubling. It's, it's this like exponential thing that's happening right now with cases. And I think this is mostly in America, obviously, but we're the epicenter of it. But like around the world, I think cases are really jumping. They are just from Trader Joe's alone. Yeah, just yeah. Trader Joe's alone has a spike in Karenings. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of Karens there, happening. There's a lot of Karens, and subsequently, where you find Karens. There will be Darrens. There are Darrens and There's Karens. Lots of Darrens. Fuck dude. you, Darren. Both, um, both of you from Bewitched. You, the you first s- one and the shitty second one. <laughs> did you see uh, the 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 couple, the lovely couple, the lovely white couple with uh, AR-15s yeah. and uh, standing on their lawn threatening well, people? He did had get, the rifle. She had a pistol. Oh wow! Hey, tomato, tomato. <laughs> did you see though that they did get? There were charges. Yes, there's charges, but the district attorney in their area is going to have it thrown out because he sides with them. Like, oh, really? Yeah, he pretty much said he's like, I'm going to do everything I can to get this thrown out and these charges dropped. So I wouldn't, you guys can keep freaking out. I will work he was kind of a day and it. night for my disenfranchised white constituents that were living in what looked like a set from Gladiator. I was like, oh, do you live in a Roman palace? What the fuck house right. do you have? In it's this- so weird, too, because they had no front yard and it was just street, mini lawn. McMansion. Yeah. Like there was no like roundabout driveway. There were no security nope. gates. Like they could hit a car on the street with a rock from their front door. Yeah, it was really could. weird. God, she was a bad Karen. Bad, where was bad that? Karen. Where was that? Where was that? It was in Missouri. In Missouri. It was in Missouri. Ah, uh, nothing good comes from Missouri. We know um, this. Shit. I was like, uh, sports journalism. They, some of the best sports journalists come out of Mizzou. Boy, Sean. They do. Just My cousin stop. went there. He's fantastic. He works for Bleacher Report. He's Mizzou. Awesome. <laughs> um, well, you know, outside of a good sports team here and there, the rest of uh, the state is just. It's a muggy people. taint. 
Although Kansas City, the city is fucking amazing. That's what I hear. Super I hear fun. it's awesome. I hear the ballpark's super fun. I hear the food's fucking fantastic. It is. Their food and beverage scene's awesome. There's nothing to do in nature around there. So all people do is work out and go party. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's odd that on the border of two horrible wastelands is a nice oasis. Oh, you mean Kansas? Yeah, Kansas and Missouri gross and then right there on that little crack it's almost like a little austin moved up somewhere near the midwest it's a little it's a little what is it airplane strip it's a little Dude, i bet strip. it's replete with karens though it's oh, of course re- it is replete. of course it is of course it is no this is something this is <laughs> we are replete with karens they Case, sell them by the crazy cases are up everywhere guys Let's cases be they are fucking up the karen numbers are astounding now th- and when we were at your house watching some of these last night just going through the compilations of karens especially <laughs> so that Fat job of the hut, moo wearing nightmare, yelling at Puerto Ricans who are actually Americans because Puerto Rico's America, you fucking idiot. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? She was not hearing any of that. No, shit. she's like, I don't care. She's you like, don't look like me. Excuse me, senorita. Yeah. Oh, you know who's going to appreciate this? Mr. Mr. Trump. Trump. Yeah, I cannot wait for her to die of heart failure. And I would like to see that coverage oh. on, on the news. Please follow that woman. Show me her slow painful death so i can jerk off to it no, and that child of hers her oh, offspring gosh. that was like right out of fury Who? road hills have yeah. eyes that oh, were standing yeah. behind her God, he looked Lord. like fucking what's his rictus or whatever the <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked he kind of looked like tito ortiz if tito ortiz fucked his kinfolk he was a retired war boy yeah yeah like, right yeah. totally totally <laughs> i bet you they have 14 am i awaited <laughs> am i awaited in valhalla witness me mother <laughs> They had 14 chromosomes between them. Yes, they did. A hard 14. 14. Um, But yeah, hi guys. Welcome back to... Sean, would you like to do it? The real, to real, to real, to real, to real, to real, to y'all. Y'all. Whiskey real, guys. It's the riskiest of wheels. You guys have been waiting all week for us to get back. To my left is a non-chromosomally challenged gentleman. He is the mayor of Chudsylvania, former, I should say, should preface that. And he is also the sweet Reverend Chudinsky. It is one Mr. Sean Moriarty. Hello. And to my left is Durango's most eligible bachelor. <laughs> He's looking to dip his stick, ladies. Yuck. Don't say and shit And he like is that. willing to ignore you, you and gonna... pretend he doesn't want it so that he gets it. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Ignores a strong word. Uh, yeah. He's reading Blake Crouch's fucking new book on his iPad at your bar. <laughs> it's Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Always with a copy of Catcher in the Rye in the back pocket. Catcher in the Rye and wearing a duster in the summer. He is a problem. Yes, yeah, sir. I know. Go, always a wool cap. Right. In <laughs> August. Don't why? know why. You know, just drinking coffee. Don't know why. Scalding hot coffee. Starburns. <laughs> Mr. Starburns himself. (laughs) Speaking of Starburns, speaking of silver foxes, to my left. What foxes do not make that sound? Don't you know what the fox fox is? No, I don't know what the fox is. Um, We'll get back to that. (laughs) To my left is Mr. Antonio Branderas. My brother in arms. Yeah, our, our brother in arms. Our. I can't sp- I'm not going to speak for Sean. Don't, don't speak for Sean. Yeah. He's on a he different. He's on white people time. Mr. Dude. Aaron Brandes. What's that good? Word? Yeah, I am five minutes early to everything. Thank you for. <laughs> well, we're gonna. Wow. Wow. I'm, what? I'm telling Rex. Um, 
We are going to do something a little bit different because it's kind of a special day. One of our uh, brethren, who's one of the the best, uh, I hate the word mixologist, right? But he's one of the so best. So do all the really great bartenders. Of course they do. Um, one of the better bartenders in town. Let's just say that. And a damn good soul yeah. left us a voicemail. It is his last shift today at uh, El Moro, which we all know and love. And uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into his voicemail and then talk about a little special something that he made for us. Hello, boys. I just finished making your coffee and cigarettes, your cocktails for your show. Anyways, it's a pleasure, and I'm happy to be included on your cast. Bill Murray, don't you know? That stuff causes delirium. Maybe that's my problem. Delirium. Anyhow, boys, cheers. Lucas is the man. And um, yeah, I asked him, I, I had Carol run down there and I was like, hey, Lucas said that he would make us a mason jar of these cocktails. Tonight's Lucas's last night at El Moro. Yeah. Um, so you would have already missed it if you're listening to this now. But if you follow their social, you saw about it. Um, he's just a gentle soul and his wealth of knowledge and his expertise behind the stick is like only matched by how excited he is to share it with all of us. Yeah. And, and how and his just his beverage knowledge is so crazy. He's a bright shining light in that place. It's going to be a lot of a different place, I think, without him. But not to say it's going to get worse or anything. It's just that that guy was one of the pillars of that place. It's his know? his absence will be felt. His absence will be felt. We're going to miss him. But he's going to be around and he's going to be hanging out on sure. the other side because his wife is still going to be managing there. So exactly. <laughs> it's not like he's going to be too far away. <laughs> um, so, Carol, Carol, do you have that little sheet um, that came with this cocktail that has the ingredients? Yes, I do, and I had a sip, and I gotta say it's a little hot for my taste, boys, but uh, I'm feeling a little frisky. Jesus Christ. She's always frisky. Yeah, always. I know. Uh, it has Zikaru Mezcal, tobacco-infused Jones Family Vodka, Rieger's Cafe Amaro, Cherry Bark and Vanilla Bitters, Super Fine Sugar, and a Flamed Orange. Yes. Um, that's, that's, and it's, Car- I could taste all those things. Can I, can I, can I ask Carol? <laughs> Carol? Yeah. Um, what is this lovely cocktail called? It's called Coffee and Cigarettes. Oh, wow. That's yeah, true. this is a classic. I mean, when... Two of my favorite things. 2017. I, so I was about to say, yeah, it had it's to like be fall least, 2017. I was about to say three or four years for that's sure. That's when I, uh, I looked it up because I made a video for it for YouTube that's like a how-to and it looked all old-timey with like... You know, like a lot of cocktail programs, they have the, you know, they'll come up with these things and it requires like that one special ingredient. Right. Something so like then people will continue to come in and mm-hmm. they want that cocktail because it's stuck with them and you just can't fucking do it. You can't make these cocktails. And if you don't have like some, you know, tobacco infused tobacco vodka, infused vodka, which I mean, I mean, I don't know. He, he may have told you the process. He said that he got um, coffee pipe tobacco, a coffee blend of pipe tobacco from Durango Smoke Shop. They put vodka and whatever they're going to infuse it with into like a vacuum sealer and, and you basically super fast power infuse it the way you infuse same with food you just put it in a vacuum seal unless you're gonna let it sit there in jars or something for fucking ever yeah there's that way to do it too you can extract it with heat you can extract it with reduction of oxygen you can extract it with uh, a number of different ways depending on how much the problem with doing it fast is that it also picks up phenols that make things bitter really so if you do it the slower way the less bitter it becomes Mm. if you do it the quick way like anytime i do an infusion every i I do it with heat which means i'm going to have to get a little bit of the bitter in and sometimes you want that though yeah especially with tobacco and that being said yeah this one that process is very 
awesome for this specific cocktail because the tobacco really comes through. Um, I wondered what the nicotine level would be in there. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about it, because there's got to be some, sure. um, but there's for, got to be, there has to be, especially when you're putting a tobacco in alcohol, there's going to be nicotine coming out, again, and, which, you know, gives people a little bit of a buzz. People that don't smoke and maybe like have never felt nicotine might give them a little bit of, you know, no, a little well, bit of something. ask anybody who's never smoked and after they hit a cigarette and they got to sit, they go, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it, it's definitely, you're getting high. Your, your nicotine receptors, if they've never been lit up before. And you have a little bit, man. You fucking get yeah, dude. real when, high, when I first dude. started smoking cigarettes, it was because someone would offer me one and when I was on high. break hosting at a restaurant that was super fucking busy. So I'd go out there, I'd have one, I'd get fucking high, and then I'd be like <laughs> super chill for the second half of the shift. And I was like, dude, this is uh, this is really like a nice break. And now I'm going to die. And, and now I'm going to die. <laughs> um, it, it, if you're not used to it, it puts you on the spin cycle. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, Especially right. after you drink. If you don't smoke oh, and have a cigarette yeah. and want to be cute one night out with your friends and you're drunk you're going to work so that being said like though i've never heard anybody drink this and get fucking you know twisted off of it no 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 um this is part of a three cocktail list he's doing just tonight for his like greatest hits nice uh he wanted to bring three of his popular things back that people constantly ask him for anyway to just offer in addition to all the other things so lucas we love you buddy thanks for listening to our podcast from the beginning back when we really really sucked at this and we uh thank you for all your good work you're one of the good ones, Bubba. Yeah, man. Um, for sure. Just a good guy. I mean, outside of the I would, outside I would, of the, the the Bobby you worked with him. I would go so far as to say I felt like he's a younger guy than me, yeah. but I, he did feel like a mentor in a lot yeah. of ways. He taught me, and not just making drinks, because you know he we worked a lot of lunches together, and so we would you know work on drinks together and he would teach me you know as far as like how to craft something we make specials together it was always a lot of fun to do that stuff but lucas also taught me like about hospitality mm-hmm. you know what i mean just he's, the real i mean because he's a pro. he's an artist he's a pro yeah. when it comes to hospitality and yeah, um, you can there's people that are really good at hospitality but you can see they're going through it's basically like the difference between acting performances sometimes when you're like are you just reading the lines or are you do you seem genuine when he welcomes you into that place you feel like you're the only person there yeah it's not like you're getting the because you i see this more in hotels where you go in and they're just like you can tell they're going through the motions and they're smiling and everything but they're like a robot right he is not like that and plus my brother introduced me to lucas yeah which always i've always found just kind of special for some reason i was like yeah that's great well onwards and up you know upwards young man oh and uh, i'll i'm letting the cat out of the bag lucas so sorry if this pisses you off but motherfucker said he's gonna be working on a novel yeah now that he's going forward and i'm excited i'm excited to hear about that so well lucas now we've said it on the podcast so our audience is gonna be pissed if you don't finish it i hear he's working on recursion nine recursion nine yeah Eight was the best. One through seven are garbage. <laughs> um, but no, go do your thing. God knows us in the hospitality industry, things are a little bit volatile right now. So Just it's probably not the worst time of history to get out of something like that and go yeah, into something else. Absolutely, man. But it's a great drink. You're a good man. It's an amazing sir. drink. Yeah, it's, it's great. fantastic. Answer. Thank you so much, Lucas. Absolutely. And I mean, by the way, Lucas has so many amazing cocktails that he's yeah. contributed over mm-hmm. the years. You yeah. know. Absolutely. Uh, Dave and I were actually joking about this like two days ago. We were going through the <laughs> through the menu and yeah. I was just guessing who made it. Yeah. And I was like, well, this one is full of ingredients that sound fucking awful. <laughs> and I guarantee it's delicious. So that's Lucas's. <laughs> and he was like, oh my yeah. God. He's like, that is absolutely Lucas's. Well, and that's the Lucas. Part of Lucas's brilliance was his, or like he's dead. Part of his brilliance is 
When I look at the menu, those ones stand out to me because in my head I go, why the fuck are those two things next to each other? Yeah, unbelievable. That's so interesting sounding. I have to try it. Even going into it with like a negative mindset, it uh-huh. always ended up being delicious. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. He would hand me things and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, <laughs> guess. Just guess. And There's I'm like, just well, a tad bit of cascade in there. Oh, no. It cascade dishwashing yeah. fluid. Yeah, right. But it makes all the difference. Right. But then you'd be like, um, actually, it's just a touch of balsamic vinegar. Right? And I'm like, really? In my fuck? fucking cocktail? <laughs> You psycho. <laughs> but it's so good. But it's so yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> like I said, onwards and upwards. Onwards and go, upwards, go, buddy. Go do that damn thing, son. Crush um, it. You know, let's Speaking let, of doing that damn thing, British bitches are in jail. Or are they? I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, we talked, we talked about the, the, I mean, who hasn't, right? I don't think there's a podcast on the planet that hasn't dip their toe into the Jeffrey Epstein waters because it's so intriguing. I dip and more than weird. that. Hey. <laughs> so yuck. It, yeah, wrong. It's super yuck. Wrong. Um, okay, that was the wrong time. Yeah, for that, that was joke. a bad one. Shit. Uh, but, but no, I mean, we've all, you know, kind of dabbled in this with everything going on with the Rona and the, the collapse of the economy, which is actually happening. Um, it's things start to go under the radar. I um, mean, we're going to talk about a couple of those under the radar things for the, for the bulk of uh, what we're doing here. But I'm fascinated by the what, what what do we settle on for the pronunciation of this lady's name jizz jizz Jahiz lane, lane? <laughs> first i said gahiz lane jizz lane uh then you said it was galane is how I she think it's pronounced i think Jelaine. it's jelaine or, or galane yeah something and then bobby <laughs> took her name flipped it on its side I did a different thing with it. Yeah. But I think we should call her Maxwell Gislane. Maxwell Gislane, the best porno star <laughs> to, to help an older guy fuck you that you didn't want to fuck. For like, some reason, all of his videos are on a barge. Yeah. <laughs> not not like a, a garbage not a yacht, barge. Like a garbage. One of those yeah. slow ones yeah. that well, takes you to your campsite. when yeah. you. Yeah. So no, it's, it's just... all international waters, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-prosecutable, dude. That's um, true. Anyway, uh, this... Sort of like her. Yeah, right. Yes. Hey. And, okay. So we were talking about this. We all know Jeffrey Epstein is. We've seen the documentary. Maybe you haven't because you can't stomach it. And good for you for being a human. There you go. Um, this lady got picked up in New Hampshire a year after they were looking for her. It's hard for me to believe that you were on, you know, the FBI's most wanted and you were just hiding in their backyard, living at a guy's house and buying an estate with, under an assumed name and cash and um, basically doing every even evil villain fucking inspector gadget thing you could do and never get caught. It's funny. I can't not pay a parking ticket. Yeah. And they come get me. They'll come boot I your can, shit. I cannot have a fucking $400 charge on a credit card. Yeah. And they come find me. Yeah. This bitch well, lived out in the open in the middle of an estate. It's obvious, though. It's, it's, if, well, you have, if you have information is it? that is detrimental to very powerful people's careers or their reputations, you can get away with a lot more because they're like, for some reason, we can't. Like, there, there was. I can almost guarantee you, when they start looking at this in a retrospective fashion, they'll go, "Oh yeah, that's right. The cops were all held up and actually being able to execute the warrant and actually go get her because of some tie a tie up." And I guarantee you, the tie up is someone powerful pulling the strings, making sure that paperwork's getting lost or it's not getting filed See, properly, so that it has to go through again and blah blah is, blah, and pushing it out as far as it can. This is a misnomer because she was charged with a federal crime, so it was not local PD. Did it? It was the feds. Either way. 
And I'm what I'm saying Whatever is the, law enforcement the, feds, the feds trump all local law enforcement. Yes. Once the feds hit the ground, all local law enforcement has to tuck their tail and leave. Yeah. So it's hard for me to believe that they didn't sniff this out early. I'm now, now we can get into the more conspiratorial thing about it. But the one thing that I want to say is a, the biggest thing on the docket is what does she know and what can she prove? Mm. And uh, the closest friends to her, her personal associates all say that from the very, very beginning, and this goes back 25, 30 years, she knew this day was going to happen. And she made damn sure that she protected herself with physical proof insurance. Mm. The point is, who are those people? Is it where is, is it, that stuff? Is, is it the Clintons and Bill being on the plane 26 times? Uh, yeah. Alan Dershowitz. Is it Prince Andrew? Is it for Prince, the, Prince Andrew. Andrew's all but fucked already. Well, but he's kind of he's fucked. not. They can extradite him. He's also in a in a unique position it, being part of the royal family. There's no way he'll answer for those crimes here. I don't necessarily know. I don't think they have an immunity like some of our officials. It's not like an extradition thing. It's not like an ambassadorial thing. His own country can prosecute them for him for they those crimes. Could. Yeah, but will uh, they do that? I don't the know. British, the British don't do that to their own monarchy. They I, I never don't know. do. They, ask, they just wait till everybody asks. Everybody hates them anyway. This has got to be fairly unprecedented, though. You would almost imagine the embarrassment and the oh, he'd be shock ex- of he'd all be this. he'd be exiled. Of like course. they'd be like, you go well, live on your little Thai sex island somewhere that you already well, live on half the year. You fucking creep. Remember, we just don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. Remember what happened to Napoleon? They sent him to the island of Elba and yeah. he just spent out the rest of his years yeah, having syphilis. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Who knows what they do to him? Everybody gets syphilis. Everybody gets syphilis. <laughs> everybody. But, Capone. But, but one of the most grossest. Um, miscarriages of justice was the Jimmy Seville case out of England. He was basically England's Dick Clark. He was that prolific. He was that out in the public eye and he was fucking, I mean, they have him grooming people, hard predator. I mean, you're talking about him potentially like eating fucking like eating kids type shit. It was that bad. And he was basically waited till he passed to, to really drop the hammer on him. With Prince Andrew, who knows? I'm more concerned with who does she know in the 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 you know the halls of power now that could be affected. Um, we I think this conversation got brought up because Bobby looked at the recent I, you can call it a press conference that makes it sound a lot more highbrow where where Trump said. Um, I, I wish her well. I wish I've her met well her on frankly. several occasions. So I wish her well. Said it twice. Um, no, no referencing of. You the know, charges. If these charges are true, holy shit. Yeah, no. Well, why does he, why even mention, he felt like he had to mention her name. And in that moment, his brain no, he went, was asked, what will protect me the most? Making sure that she feels okay about what I said uh-huh. or making sure that the American people, I don't give a fuck. They already all hate me. I just can't get this shit about the time that I said, please find me a girl that looks exactly like my daughter so I can fuck her. Right. You know that happened. That probably happened. Well, I <laughs> Come mean, on, Jizz Lane. It's, find me a girl that looks like her. She's so fucking hot, but I can't fuck her. Dude, it's... It's to, to be fair, like no, there's never been any allegations. To be that, fair, to be fair, to be fair, there's never been any allegations that Trump engaged in any like mm. underage stuff with Epstein. Supposedly, there's actually been some talk that he actually was kind of like, mm, no. no, he kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago you one know? time. Yeah, but he throughout the course of the '80s partied with that guy over, over. and over and yeah. over again in New York. Now, now you're totally right. He was never actually on the plane. No. Um, 
Whereas, say, Clinton was 26 times that's been proven. I don't know so, what you're talking about. Oh, no, uh-huh. man. Depends on um, what your definition is. But the is. thing is, but the thing is, she famously, uh, hopefully, I think she does, so it's said, has a bunch of tapes and a bunch of evidence. Now, Sean, you were saying this might come out on a civil case. No, so the, the thing that was that I was reading up on that was very fucking, as someone that watched that whole documentary and hates this woman with a fire of a thousand dragons, I am really, really excited to see the uh did you watch the documentary where nothing stuck in the criminal right. case so they had to go the civil route there uh but because there was a civil settlement those records were pretty much sealed yes now her seven hours of depositions epstein's depositions all of the stuff that was said all those documents are going to get released now and so and they're going to become public so we're going to be able to see a lot more of this very soon and it's going to be even i mean this is just the beginning of a series of hulu netflix and oh my hbo god. documentaries that we're oh my for god years. starring parker posey as Jelaine those Maxwell. are the dramatic those are the dramatic reenactments and they will all be starring christy swanson and obviously fucking dean kane Duh. And, t- t- and Terry Hatcher. They haven't been together since Lois and Clark. Terry Hatcher. Oh, my God. And Dean Kane. The rekindling. And the rekindling. <laughs> um, so there's a few things that bother me about this. Number one, she was arrested, mm-hmm. right? Okay. The big thing that kind of bothers me about this is when you're arrested, you have a mugshot. That mugshot then becomes public record. Almost immediately, too. Almost we immediately. see them in like TMZ. Everything from James Brown to you to me to Jimmy anybody Hendrix. who's been fucking arrested has a mugshot. They didn't show her getting arrested. They didn't show her doing the perp walk. They didn't show a mugshot. Um, Although there has been inside sources that have gotten back out to the press that says they've seen her in the jail, there's been no literal documentation. It's a little weird. And why would you treat this any differently than you if would she's, any The only ever, reason she'd get special treatment is if she has special shit to share with everyone. Just saying, man. Or this, like her little Heidi Fleiss book, her, her black deal. book. Yeah, that's well, what they keep I mean. saying, that the, that like the facsimile something. of a little black book is in play. Right? Well, uh, granted, and but from what I understand, it's a lot of video. Yeah. So this is irrefutable. So she this is analog video, not digital. So it Ooh. can't be doctored. So Because there's going to be a lot of that deep fake shit. That, right. oh, that's not me. They put my face on da-da-da-da-da. No, this is like analog video that can't be doctored so it'll be very interesting going forward exactly how much they unveil the other thing that bothers me about this is um not just the trump response because at this point it almost seems de rigueur that he would say that right of course he would say that why wouldn't he say that yeah i would be disappointed if he didn't (laughs) um but it's it's uh, it's gonna how this thing goes forward is gonna be interesting you know if she has dirt on people and if the people know that she has dirt on them they're going to want to retaliate. They already got to Epstein. I don't want to have the conversation about him killing himself. Go hang yourself with the paper sheet. See how that goes. Yeah. But not only was there, but how are they going to do it this time? Because they can't do the same thing. She can't kill herself via hanging again. Why not? So what Everybody, are they going to do? Poisoning? Nobody believes. Nobody believes that he was killed. But on paper, they're never going to change it. They're What's just that? Let it stick. So they say that she is around the clock, personal surveillance, and that all the cameras are working all the time because they already blew that load. So what's the next thing? I'm going scurvy, rickets. There's a lot of different ways to get a person. Deny her lemons. It's going to be the long game. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I put her in a fucking zircon, send her to Dubai. There you go. Unleash Liam Neeson. Oh, oh my God. fuck yes! You know and what his I mean? giant hog. bottle and that 
Janice Dickinson Nightmare said of a penis of his. Janice Dickinson said that it looked like an Evian bottle, quote, an Evian bottle fell out of his pants. And this was back in a day when all they had was that big fuck you the Evian 750. bottle. The 750. Yeah. So that makes <laughs> You you put him on the case with that thing? Brother. Yes. She's well, done. It's to the point now where <laughs> if you go to <laughs> they're going to find her split in half. If you go to Cedar Sinai, <laughs> when you go are filling out your 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 forms to get in in LA, it says on it, what is the reason for your hip dysplasia? And one of the check boxes is Liam, Liam Neeson's cock. It could be like, oh, I sagged my pants too much, or oh, it was a sports injury, or underneath it, it says, fucking, I was taken. <laughs> I was taken. <laughs> um, what, regard, I, it's going to be interesting, though, because if she, if she does know, this is how I know she doesn't know anything. She goes to trial. I'm telling you right yeah, now, the powers did. that be between the fucking British royalty and between our... Um, halls of justice and between our executive branch and past presidents and all the powerful people she rubs shoulders yeah, with. Dude. Um, Bill Gates being one of them, by the way. Oh, uh, no. um, what's going to happen? Do you think she will ever see the light of day? Well, what uh, describe what's the light over of day? Under? My job. My, no, I think I'm saying she'll have to court. live as a she'll get she'll have to live as a recluse. She'll do very minimal time and then she'll be out. But and she'll Sean, be living in. There's got to be a trial first. There's not going to be, remember? Because she knows a bunch of shit. She's going to take a deal, and there's never going to be a trial. She won't. They won't take a deal on this. There's no way, because it's... Ch- no. You can't do it when it comes Shh. to child trafficking. There's no deal to be taken. Yeah, there is. The, I don't the, think so. The feds... Murder... Pop. People that are responsible for... Look at gangsters who are responsible for multiple this is, murders. This when is, they turn state's evidence, they go in, they just do a deal. There's not really a trial. But they, they still plead guilty. have to go before a judge. Okay, and then they plead guilty to lesser charges. And then they That's, have to so that, admit that certain things transpired. did happen, but we're not talking about a trial of the century kind of thing where she's defending through a month-long trial that's going to be televised. My, and, my question isn't that it'll get to that... It, do you think it'll get to that point? I don't think I so. I mean, honestly, if she's supposedly more thorny and porcupiney than Epstein was, she supposedly got more of the juice by virtue of evidence. How do you see her living? And by the way, if you were going to kill her, how would you do it? More importantly. Um, well, I mean, Bill Gates could, you know, hit her with 5G for sure. Oh, Just dude, that's melt her with a 5G oh, that'd tower. Be dope. You know what I mean? Set one up um, right on top of the cell. <laughs> sort of a Bondy supervillainy kind of thing. No, not something she can escape from that you're like, I'm just going to leave you here while the laser slowly moves. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. While the buzzsaw slowly comes. Bill yeah, Gates exactly. I know what she deserves. I know what she deserves. No, Liam Neeson well, she, put a bullet between her eyes. I there you go. No, I, that's too quick. She needs the lust knife from Seven. That's Ooh. what she needs. <laughs> Dick knife. <laughs> Shit, Do man. you think Zuckerberg and or slow. Gates? Zuckerberg or Gates is the better Bond villain. I'm going Zuckerberg. I don't know, man. Because he's so weirdly fucking apathetic yeah. and, and kind of autistic. I think he'd be really crazy. But he's also like... Um, anyway, so this one really, this one really kind of... it's It tingles my fingers as far it, as it, like... The Epstein yeah. thing was one thing. This thing, because I think they blew their load killing him. It just, it feels like we're being set up for something very dramatic. The did nobody know? Oh, that's why she was in hiding, I imagine, because did I was like, did nobody know that she was just as dangerous as he was? Po- and maybe they don't know. And now she's really got to be worried about getting right. killed now that the information that she has physical evidence right. that she had had cameras put up everywhere. Now, how did they not find those before? She must have done that a long time ago exactly. and then removed them and didn't just leave them just she, so she had enough. She was, she was ready for this day. She knew this day was going to come and she knew when the day came, she'd be able to protect herself. So, madam... What do you have in your pocket, Doug? I, I well, want to know so there's, bad. There's got to be something that went on with this woman 
at an early age to make her because there's a level of like um, sociopathic behavior that's going on here because she has to be able to disconnect and and just I and, mean but you in, were a young woman once and so, enjoy it yeah yeah this isn't just what, her being a concubine a, that facilitated she yeah. almost w- was more into it than he was in certain circumstances yes how broken do you have to be as a woman to enjoy preying on a young girl like that's yeah. a special kind of fuck I kind of I'd be interested it's, to hear yeah. what kind of trauma she had in her younger life you that don't led know to about this? her dad no and her brothers no 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 her, dude her dad was a fucking operative for the fucking uh, Mossad oh shit. her dad was deeply rooted in Israeli intelligence Damn. and quite frankly when he died Netanyahu came out and was basically saying that we lost a national treasure Holy Dude, shit. Dude, I'm telling you, go look at the Maxwell's backstory. The the sisters have software that the government uses. So this and is more developed. than like Uncle, this is, Uncle Touchy Fucker no, in a garfield mask. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> this is generational espionage, weirdness, um, subterfuge, honey potting. Um, this is manipulation, a history crazy, of manipulation. Bro. Go, I encourage you guys to see this. Shit. Well, go, go look up the Maxwells as a family. Regardless, it is fucking gnarly. Regardless dude. of that, I do realize things like this are cyclical, where bad behavior that uh, creates trauma for a child, then that child goes on and does something awful mm-hmm. later on. I, I don't, I get that, but I, I hate it when it's used as like a fucking excuse. This bitch deserves everything that's coming to her regardless of what happened to her or my dad he raised me like this and i didn't know no No. better nobody cares you're a monster kill yourself or wait no don't please tell us everything and then kill yourself yeah right right theater to tigers or some shit yeah i mean do something awesome yeah well fucking lust knife seven has to happen (laughs) sell it on pay-per-view multiple camera angles like we used to have on porn dvds right what about her and the tiger king in a pit with a morning star and it's who can run to it faster (laughs) Right? Yes. Tell me you're not watching that. I'm watching that's a, that. That's a three hundred dollar pay per view. We get Baskin, the Tiger King. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> we get Jizz Lane. Get, oh. get old Maxwell. Ma- Max Jizz. Max Jizz. Jizz Max. Oh god. Um, uh, speaking of large objects, ooh, hey. that float. Uh, because <laughs> are we still talking about Liam, Liam Neeson's dick? It floats. It's like it's somehow it's it's extremely hard but very light. It's like it's got helium in it. Uh, <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the Hadron Collider. It's like the Hadron Collider. So it looks like I had noticed that uh, there was some shit trending about UFOs. And I was like, God damn it. Here we go again. But it seems like all of these big news organizations, not things like the Inquirer or things like off, you know, Breitbart or other weird alt-right shit and or any of these conspiracy theories. Bat Boy. The Pentagon. <laughs> Bat Boy. I fucking love. They made a musical about that. Gay frogs. <laughs> Gay, Gay frogs. Gay frogs. Yep. Frogs make everybody gay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, okay, so the Pentagon apparently is going to be releasing some stuff, and there was a very troubling quote that got me really excited. The funny thing is, is I read this directly after I watched Independence Day again. So, like, I'm so psyched up from Randy Quaid sacrificing his own drunk ass for everybody. Hey, boys, I'm back. And so I'm immediately in a fuck aliens, fuck everything they are and everything they're about. And then I start reading this, and I'm like, this is what we need. Yeah, we can all. This is Watchmen's Watchmen style. We're all gonna unite. You're not talking one. about immigrants when you say this. no. I'm okay. talking about extraterrestrial, hostile extraterrestrial. You life. have a history. <laughs> 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 and by the way, my dad drunkenly sacrificed himself for my little league team. <laughs> 
and he fought the entire stands of the opposing team. Did you, that's, did yeah. your, is your dad Randy Marsh from South Park? Yes, when he, he is. Fights? Dude, my dad's Randy Quaid going after a fucking alien ship. Dude. So he's a Randy. He's Randy Quaid and Randy Marsh all rolled into Randy. one. Oh, he was kind of Randy, all right. I got yeah. a lot of half children. <laughs> you don't know my half brothers? All 12 of them? All 12 of them. Um, but no, dude, you sent that video and we talked about this, what was it, three months ago or so when I kind of yeah. asked your guy's opinion yeah. on what your thoughts are. We never really delved into like, the do you think aliens and blah, blah, blah. That's kind of what you said. It was like, well, do you think that there's life outside well, of our universe? Well, and everybody has to understand something. I don't care if you believe it or not, but what I will tell you is the US is one of the last uh, quote unquote first world countries that hasn't recognized it. Uh, all of Europe, Russia, um, we've all, they've all recognized this as being something they've dedicated tremendous amount of resources to it. They've had uh, big symposiums and they've had big meeting world meetings about this very topic yes. where they were sharing information, but I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to fucking laugh this away. Uh, and I hate to I mean, I'm, I don't think fucking, you know, close encounters fucking, you know, I mean, there's different ways to go about having some sort of higher like alien intelligence, mm -hmm. but it's starting to get, it feels starting to feel like this would be a great time to slip this under the radar considering Rona and election. Right? And, I mean, this might be the best time to disclose it. Cause at this point we may just go reset all, right, all of our priorities, crazy. kind of go like nobody wants everybody to be enlightened all at once because it has some negative effect on the economy somehow well, is my uh, guess. Because the people, they're afraid people are going to freak out. And, but no, we're all going to be like, yeah, okay. Half of us will be like, yeah. Some people will be like, oh my God, we got a fucking, I don't know what this says about Jesus, but I don't like it. Well, I don't know why they're from fucking Kentucky all of a sudden, but everyone from Kentucky is going to be like, I fucking yeah. told you. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking told you. I told you I was taken up in their ship. I was probed in the behind. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's hit Car Carol. Could you read us that? Uh, could you please read us that blurb from that article that was the most troubling about this uh, new Pentagon UFO program stuff? Sure, it's right here. It says uh, in March, astrophysicist Eric W. Davis, who spent years working as a consultant for the Pentagon UFO program and is now a defense contractor, gave a classified briefing to the Defense Department on what he called "quote off-world vehicles not made on this Earth." In other words, spaceships. Whoa! Yeah, it's I heavy. Mean well, Tabby, Carol. dude, I mean, you there there have been uh, solely but surely the the theory, the conspiracy theory being that over the course of the last shit 60 years, they've been slowly trying to interject this idea of other life forms slowly by movies, by popular cinema, by by books, and it slowly started ramping up and ramping up and ramping up. Famously, Ronald Reagan saying that if there was an alien influence, we would all band together. He said that at the UN. Yeah. Um, that was a that and that kind of took people aback. I just don't know. It's always been not just the world economy, but the world religion. And I think yeah, religion the, has more to lose, which is an economy itself. It's it not taxed at, here, but, but we, it's an economy. Would itself. you say over modern history since the Industrial Revolution, are we at the lowest point of believability of popular religion? Yeah. We, we are. Be, it, it gets lower and lower every year. The, the tithing be. by people, people giving money goes down every year. So would you are they are, are you simply waiting for it to hit an all time low so that people are more receptive to it? If you ha if you know that alien life exists and all of a sudden just the story of Earth and the creation of Earth and God's son on Earth isn't the main thing anymore, isn't the main thing to think about, that there is something bigger, but it's not what we thought, right. is, a, is a direct 
fucking challenge to their ability to make money and to people's faith. They don't want to accept it. Or they'll go, well, no, they got their own Jesus. You don't know about alien Jesus? You don't know about Martian Jesus? He's like normal Jesus, but green, got a big old forehead. Trust me, those guys are classic con artists. They've already been thinking of another story to give. They've mm-hmm. been thinking for for decades. Like when if this shit pops off, guys, we're gonna have to come up with a good one. We you need know, a doozy. The UFO conversation is really fascinating when it comes to religion because there have been um, entire civilizations that have kind of disappeared that have been attributed to alien one hundred percent stuff. Sumerians there have been entire civilizations yep. created. Mm-hmm. That have been attributed to alien influence and alien like like how the fuck did those with idiots, zero evidence except you know, for that with guy zero with the crazy evidence, hair right? on ancient aliens. But you know what I'm saying though, and yes. like so then religions propagate out of these yeah, the creatures from have. the sky and 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 things like you know what I mean. And well, like, look at a lot of Native American the Hopis, very much so. Um, like they they're they're very tied to the quote unquote star people. No, for there's sure. Been, and and uh, Chaco Canyon, there's like the fucking calendars on yes. top of the mountains and it's all crazy. this shit, and they're like, this is yeah, crazy. crazy. Like this thing is like the most accurate calendar we've ever seen. And, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? and, and there's been a lot of like, how could they do that without some sort of other technology? And those that's debatable. And but there have also been things like. Uh, uh, Graham Hancock uh, going over like specific civilizations that we never thought existed that were highly technologically advanced. Maybe it's a matter of us forgetting older civilizations. Of course. May- and maybe, and then there's the whole question of the, you know, like either stoned ape theory or there's questions of aliens coming in and, and basically inundating us with their DNA to propagate fast evolution. And those are all fun. Those are all great little like coffee time conversations and cocktail conversations. The point being, there has been um, just an endless amount of evidence to say that now, granted, I don't think there necessarily have to be otherworldly vehicles, yeah. but something definitely is going on and we're seeing it now. Yeah. And, it's the, well, not and if you're going to argue against that, it's not from another world, then it could be from another dimension. It could be from another time. You know, that there is that if they can't, that's what we we remain to see. They haven't given us the details yet. How do they determine these were off road, off world vehicles? They must have elements in them that are not found anywhere on our planet or other alloys, things that they they can't identify. And if that's the case, yes, could be from a different planet or could be from a different fucking future. You know, we start thinking about quantum theory and different things like just if it's just the vehicles they found and if they found anything in the vehicles that's we somehow understood it could well, be said that it could be yeah. us in the future or us way in the past. I never, never discount dimensions and or time. Is that lines. any less disturbing? No, it's fucking worse. <laughs> Actually, it's way more fucking. It's way worse. It's also way if more. If Lovecraft was right yeah. with his racist old ass. That with racist his racist old ass, dude. Cracker. Dude, dude, what a cracker. Such a cracker. But first of all, Indiana Jones famously fucking <laughs> solved this issue. That's right. He in did. the fourth Indiana Jones movie that there was never a fourth happened. one. Yes, the, yeah. no, was there? Oh, no, a fourth no, one? they wiped it. They wiped it. The dude. Kingdom of okay. the Crystal yeah. Paycheck. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes, I believe that was the actual name. Um, that was the real yeah. title. The alien at the end of that movie is one of the most embarrassing things I've ever fucking seen. It's in my sad. Life. Well, it's when, by the end, sad. I was like, oh, something you guys have never touched on: aliens. Thanks, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is right assholes. outside your wheelhouse. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, the alien looked exactly like Shia LaBeouf. I don't know how they did that. That with alien CGI. did have a leather jacket on. That was weird. when it left. That was really that alien weird. was Shia LaBeouf's <laughs> cock tip. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a name of the podcast, Shia LaBeouf's Cocktail. Shia LaBeouf's Cocktail. That's it. Shia the Beef. I do have a chart of Hollywood actors, and we'll talk more about this next week, I think. But uh, <laughs> I did find a chart of actors' penis sizes. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
That's yeah. awesome. Well, that's so anyway, helpful. we're going to definitely touch on UFOs and Miss Gislaine Maxwell again Gislaine. in a later podcast. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but right now it's so fucking hot in here and my balls are stuck to my oh ankle. My God, dude. Yes. So um, I'm just time, a simmering. It's time for a word from our sponsor. This film is based on actual events. The term Karen sends a chill down the spine of nearly every red-blooded American. But 40 years before the jokes, before the memes, the story of America's ugliest affliction has just begun. And for our top story, a disturbing rise in white middle-aged suburban female anger has resulted in a cavalcade of formal complaints tying up law enforcement switchboards countrywide. Don't. Go to the park. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. Don't go to Trader Joe's. That man harassed me for not wearing a mask. I have a breathing problem. My doctor would not let me wear a mask. So anyone harassing me to wear a mask, you guys are violating federal law. Do you get that? And don't park in a parking lot. Get the fuck away. I know. From producers Kirstie Alley and Christy Swanson come the directorial debut of human horror show Stacy Dash. This summer, enter a new chapter of terror in what Breitbart News calls an attack on the American dream. I want to speak to the manager right fucking now! No amount of suffering can prepare you for the The Carolina. This film has not yet been rated. Yet. <laughs> I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm excited to see that movie, boys. Yeah. I am super excited to see that movie. Anyway, I think it's about time we get to our voicemails. Uh, If you guys want to call us and leave us a voicemail, you can call 970-426-5344. What's that? 426-5344 with the 970 before it. You fuck, I just said it. Jesus. Sorry. It's aggressive. I'm sorry. If you want to ask us a question, suggest a song, movie, TV show, or internet video to discuss, we welcome everything. Or you can hit us up via email at whiskeyreel at gmail.com or on social media at whiskeyreel. We're taking a call from my buddy, Jacob Green. Jake, are you there? Yes. Yes. Jake's known <laughs> me for since what? You were uh, since my sophomore year of high school. He was a freshman when I was a sophomore. Uh, yeah, I've high known school. you since you were Catholic. Yeah, you knew me since I was an actual Catholic before I just went as hard as I could in the other direction towards pornography, cocaine, and bad, bad things. Yeah, so uh, also Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> What's you. worse? Yeah, so uh, everybody that listens to this podcast knows, but you might not know. The way these things go is we we call one of our friends from back in the day, and their job is to try to embarrass us and tell stories that make us look like the assholes that we actually are. Um, I think it's a good way as like a palate cleanser for how much we suck our own dicks on this podcast to have <laughs> moments where you know we have to show some shame and we actually have to feel less worth something like that. I'm glad Sean kind of put a bow around it for himself. I did. We're just looking at this as a good time. Sean looks at it like some some self-flagellating myself. It's full fucking scarlet letter shit going on right now. Absolutely. Yes, sure. So, Jacob, uh, Aaron and Bobby here are going to ask you some questions. Unless uh, I I feel like, do you have an opening statement that you'd like? (laughs) Mostly about about this fucking chromosome deficient man next to me. (laughs) I mean, I think you pretty much just nailed it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like I like the cut of your yeah. jib, sir. Yeah. 
I like yeah. baseball. He's, he's very toxic, Avenger. He's very like, toxic. I like baseball. And, uh, we, he's very spectrum-y. And, uh, Red's my favorite color. So, so, so Bobby, you got a question? Do, or do, do you want no, me I'll first? jump in. I'll jump in. Um, number one, uh, I want to say, Baruch Atai Adonai Eloheinu Melech You're not really Jewish, you piece of shit. Hashem Kedoshanu. I'm just doing the hand-washing prayer. That's the only one I know. Um, <laughs> that's the only one I know. But as a fellow tribesman, as, yes, one, as one of the tribals, what is the most anti-Semitic what the fuck? thing oh, that you wow. can think of as what? Sean has ever done or uh, said in this cl- in this climate yes. right now wow. in cancel culture's yes. peak? If there ever is going to be one, perfect. You want all right? Well, okay. Please so this isn't just self-flagellation. Yeah. This is destroy well, my life. No, <laughs> just lean, life. In, lean into it, you prick. God, can I answer that question with another question? Yes, sir. How do I choose? Ah, oh, fuck you. You know what she I do? always treated you with respect, Jake. Yeah. You are like a son to me and you stab me in the heart. Know what you do? You spin a dreidel and you pick a side. That's what you do. <laughs> and you get none, Sean. And you get none. <laughs> I don't think he's like anti-Semitic. That's some, uh, that's he, some he's more like humor, Tommy right? DeVito <laughs> and Goodfellas. Not a lot of dreidel humor anymore. No, no not a ton. Oddly enough. No, you know what? Not as much as there used to be. Yeah, right? <laughs> what happened? I, I remember we used to go to the club and Seinfeld would get up there and give a good Gimmel joke. <laughs> Dude, can you regale all of these Goyam with yes, a lovely so story guess, of anti-Semitism? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Is it wrong if one pops into my mind right away? Yeah, 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 that's uh, the best one. So uh, in high school, I think I want to say... I want to say it was my junior year, Sean's senior year, because he's the older man. Um, and oh, uh, I think I we went. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you do. We went. <laughs> uh, we went for Halloween dressed as each other. Um, so I, I should mention we were kind of in this in the school eye in the public eye because we uh, we were in student government. It was our job to like come up with like. Uh, events like stupid events for the school like rallies and stuff we were the um, spirit commissioners jake you can just say it we were on the asb as the two uh, spirit commissioners the people that run the uh, ran the rally yeah but were, when you say spirit commissioners yeah. people expect jazz yeah by the way yeah. Yeah. that also answers we didn't my question. like we didn't lead cheers at games or anything we just planned rallies and did like the sl- made the slideshow videos and were like the crazy hosts of the year we were it was our goal to like be like let's see how far we can get before they threaten suspension yeah because um, we got in trouble for a lot of things that we yeah. tried to do or did in like in public. That's true. Uh, anyway, so we, we thought that it would be kind of a funny thing to go as each other because we look so similar. Um, <laughs> me being me being a five ten redheaded Jew and Sean being a nine foot tall giant man. Uh, so I wore his. Uh, Hockey windbreaker, his yeah. hockey team. I want to say Junior Sharks. Was it the Junior no, Sharks? No, it was the Blades, and it had my name like, embroidered on it. That's right. Had that, and then uh, I, I spray painted my hair black, yes. and I drew upside down almond eyes on my face. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. He took eyeliner and made his eyes full all chatty. Yeah, he went I did full do chatty. That. Wow. I did do that. I did yeah. do that. And, and he, then wore Sean, my, he wore my cross that I had from the retreat, the Kairos, like, let's everybody Kairos, be, yep. love each other retreat that they do every year. I yeah. did wear that. It burned a little, but I wore it. Um, <laughs> and then Sean, dressed as me, uh, wore a red wig. No, and, I sprayed my hair orange. Oh, you sprayed your hair. Sprayed your hair orange. Sprayed your hair orange. Walked around on your knees 
and held pennies in your hand. Uh, and I had a yarmulke that I got from when I went yeah. with my stepmom to Yom Kippur Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go Wait back to the minute. penny part. <laughs> What's yeah, the yeah, penny yeah, yeah. part? So again, I, oh, first of all, so again, we posed for a photo, and the only time I held the accurate. pennies. <laughs> red hair accurate. Lack of uh, <laughs> vertical existence. Accurate. Uh, 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 yarmulke shirt, if I'm at a bar mitzvah. Yeah, why not? Sure. But pennies. Sean, pennies. pennies, bro. You know I've got quarters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the pennies were for one photo, and I asked you if it was okay to do it for a joke, and you said fine. Yeah, because Catholics aren't the only ones filled with shame and self-hatred. <laughs> no, the Jews got that on lock. But what only? happened afterwards? Because I only did that once with the pennies that I think that were like from the UNICEF. What happened afterwards was you and I laughed, and then my mom saw the picture. You put the picture up in your room. He put the picture up in his room. What did, what did, what did Mama La have to say? I think it was something like uh, uh, old school Kyle's mom. Her name oh is Susie. His mom's name is Susie Green. And a Susie Green is also a character from Curb Your Enthusiasm. And when she wants to go nuclear on you, she is literally Susie Green from Curb Your Enthusiasm. They have the same hair. They have oh the same hair. Like the, cur- the black yeah. curly. Yeah, uh, Jess yeah, White. Jess not, Crazy White. She was not happy. This is, this, is the woman, <laughs> this is the woman who got my freshman year Spanish one teacher fired uh, because she called one day to my mom and said, Jacob is not doing so. What accent is this? Whatever. I Jacob know. is not. Jacob is not doing well in my class. He's Russian now. He is not doing well. <laughs> uh, voice actor Jake, you're embarrassing. Boy, have you taken? I didn't the, say I was a good one. Have you taken? Uh, have she, you uh, taken the Bobby Noise fucking school of accents? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Our, <laughs> our, 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 <laughs> bottom line is, she said. Uh, <laughs> she said uh, he's not doing well in my class, and he should be because he is Jew, and Jews are good at languages. He is Jew. And my mom said, cool, you're fired. Please tell me that um, was, was that Dr. Arias? I don't remember her name, but that's The crazy right. teacher? I am a doctor yeah. of the language. Yeah. Yeah, that was her, dude. Yeah. Was, I totally forgot <laughs> Dr. Her Arias that was, was out to lunch. This chick was a nut bar. That is amazing. Yeah. 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 He is uh, Jew. So. so he's good with money, but not with language. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dude, much what... that was a perfect Honduran accent. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby was in Narcos. Did you he see was. that? Oh, Bobby man. was. He was <laughs> great. He was yeah, great. He didn't get a speaking role, but he got to get a sandwich. That's what it was. I knew. I knew it rang a bell. They, they, just, put some, me a, they just put me in a weird wig. It dude, is. I'm telling you, that dude, wig was crazy. Every M&M was gone off a of craft service. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. He pocketed them all. Um, Bobby, uh, Bobby do, you, do you have a question for this wonderful gentleman? Um, I do. Um, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay. Papa, um, can you hear me? Papa, Papa are you not <laughs> And I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this fucking guy, Sean, um, has become known as our... We're all pretty nerdy, but Sean is um, on a level of nerdiness where he defends all genre with such terminal fucking intensity mm. that it can become really embarrassing <laughs> ah, I thought you were going to say exhausting but I yeah mean, embarrassing too when, when he just gets on the soapbox to defend Batman forever I'm like here we fucking go <laughs> Uh, no, I defend parts of it, uh, but I go overall. Yes, in retrospect, I don't sure. like it, but I enjoy watching it still. So I guess my question is: Has this fucking been going on forever with this guy? Has he always been this kid? Because he's still a child. They yes, knew him when he was a child. This is one hundred percent pure extract, Sean Mo. This is uh, <laughs> that, is, that is entirely correct. Uh, I remember one time uh, he defended Stalin. 
<laughs> what? Okay. Oh, no, that's joke. See, I kind of knew it. I that's a joke. You can, you can cut that right out. That's I kind of knew it. No, we're going with that. I defended his mustache, Jake, not him. I said, if anything, <laughs> he should go down in history as a fantastic mustache attached to that's a really shitty person. With, that's, that's in keeping with your MO of like just picking like the silver lining in literally anything. I thought Hitler's art was revolutionary but just because they didn't see it back then <laughs> you know what sean i gotta give you credit man you're the only guy i know that has covered up his tattoo of a swastika by getting a tattoo of a larger swastika <laughs> <laughs> this is such an easy cover-up this is such an easy cover it's yeah i mean to, to be fair stalin is second only to white genghis khan right like, I mean, he kind of is yes. on the he, Mount Rushmore. Oh, how many of his own he people that he killed? Yes. He might have murked a few. He did. Yeah. And, yeah. and by the way, the title of the episode is Sean Moe Defends Stalin. <laughs> That's Perfect. the title of the episode. <laughs> Great. No, cool. That's why when, if you Google Sean Moe, if you go to Google Trending and you look, Sean Moe and Stalin are both right next to each other. Oh, it's perfect. It's going to play it's great perfect. in Allegheny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I hear Charlottesville no, is big. Jacob, Solid Allegheny reference. Jacob, yeah, you got to have sure. something embarrassing regarding my nerdiness, like something that was so stupid <laughs> i mean it's tough because like just like in all honesty like I, I it's from my vantage point it's admirable because it just it <laughs> seems bottomless do you know what i mean <laughs> oh no he's like a basket mean. of red robin fries is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of except it never gets stale Hey, uh, hey, how about this? Here, let's let's leapfrog only because I know you have a lot of good ammo. Why don't we do this? Let's do dealer's choice. You what? tell me if you this had was one, not spoken about. If you had one story that you needed to tell about this fucking guy, I mean, there there you know there there are many gems over the years, but I think like I have a couple just like visceral memories. Um, one is just the. Uh, Mind-boggling, stomach-churning speed with which you would inhale a, a double sourdough jack with cheese from uh, from Jack in the Box. The double's not even on the menu. You gotta Shocking. ask them to. You gotta add ask a for that. You gotta and they ask have you sign a waiver. <laughs> uh, I mean, like literally, I would unwrap mine and Sean's would be gone. Gone. That is not an exaggeration whatsoever. Three bites, I would take that fucking thing. Oh down. god, you did it like there was anger involved. I was when I was like 300 pounds. I was angry eating my food. I know. I was like, dude, stop punishing your face. That's what it looked like. Well, he used to call that mangling a fucking. (laughs) And when I say mangala. Wow, no. Wait, do you mean mangle or mangala? No, no, it's mangling. Oh, God. (laughs) You just used to mispronounce it and you didn't know why. You are like that guy in Seinfeld who used your fake Judaism just for the jokes. Because you're not really Jewish. Jack in the Box or any other fast food. Uh, should probably start doing like a BMI test for Sean <laughs> at any given time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've lost like 25 what, pounds. What, you look content. amazing. I look, ooh, but like well, if you walk into Taco Bell, they should be like, how tall are you? They have calipers? Yeah. Right, step on the scale. Do you think they have calipers? You know, buddy, I'm sorry. <laughs> now hold on to these electric things. We're going to see your fat from the inside. Can we get this guy a toss I'm salad? pretty sure that's Scientology. Yeah, okay. All right. So the, I'd say my favorite memory uh, – is probably the time where we almost got arrested. For, I forgot about this shit. Yeah. So this is around the time of gas, I think, had, had like hit the scene and everybody was yes, trying Jack to do that. And we were and not punked. exempt from that zeitgeist. Jackass yeah. and punked were huge. Yeah, huge. And so 
um, you know, we were young, we we're going to live forever. So I said, Sean, let's practice you hitting me with your car until it looks real. Um, which we used to do. That's something we did at my graduation party. We, I, that's something we did at a McDonald's. I yeah, would hit yeah. him with my car and he would roll up like a stunt man on it in the right way. So it looked horrifying, yeah. right. but it was Sean, Sean would peel around the corner and then I would step off the curb just in time for him to slam on the brakes and hit me with enough speed for me yeah. to roll up the hood up off the windshield and off to the side. And then yeah. he would get terrified and drive away and people would ask if I was okay. And I would file a police report. Sean, I don't know if you know that part. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but, Sean, uh, his Sean's butthole just made a I was diamond. Like, what? No, yeah, you have yeah. a rap sheet, bro. No. Um, <laughs> so we got real good at that. And then one one night we were just like, driving around i think like after a movie or something like that and we saw there was a parking structure it's at the prune yard the prune yard in san in jose in campbell no, california campbell. and there's a a, a a towering office building right that's next where to that's it. The, the that towering office building had the bay area headquarters of the fbi in like four floors of it too <laughs> oh, perfect <laughs> Wait, really? Yes, for real, dude. Look, look at FBI in That's the Bay Area. Amazing, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my god! Uh, I okay. like how so, you knuckleheads didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I didn't know no, that until like I moved perfect. here and was like, "What? The FBI was there the whole time? I did so many drugs in their parking lot. Like I dra- I drove drunk in and out of there from Boswell's no, truly, the so bar. Many terrible the things went on at the Prune Yard. Yeah. yeah, but but uh. What's great about that is that it was what I don't know, like nine at night. It was pitch black, but there were still some lights on in the office. We were like, "Hey, eh, those poor." Poor dudes still work and dudettes still working at night. Uh, yeah, you let, see let's, them in the lights. let's do the car hit trick, as we so eloquently put it, and see if anybody freaks out. Um, we won't know because they're in an office building, but wouldn't it be funny just the possibility if they did? And so uh, <laughs> we drove to the top of, of this this uh, parking structure, uh, both in the car. Uh, we had to, we had to kind of call an audible you know there was no place for me to just uh that it would make sense for me to just be up there randomly and have this car hit me so we're both in the car and uh we get out of the car sean slams out on the brakes we get out of the car and we're arguing you know and then i push sean he pushes me i hit him in the face which requires like essentially an oh you can you know tiger up (laughs) and then sean kicks me in the nuts and i go down I'm yes. writhing on the ground in pain. Sean gets in the car, reverses it, slams it into drive just as I stand up. Boom! Hits me with the car. <laughs> Dude, it's epic. We didn't film it, too, because we couldn't put the camera I had anywhere. We didn't film it. We're like, I know we had the camera with us. And for these people who think this is real. So we just did it for fun. Yes. <laughs> because we, there's we no did way to it film for it. Fun. But we did have yep. a camera. Uh, we did have a camera in the car, which would prove to be very helpful later uh, <laughs> so basically i then hobble off down like after him you know you went hop you i drove out out of like the driving exit and you went down the stairs for pedestrians. Down the stairs. Like, yeah exactly yeah and then we just and then we met up on the a bottom, lower level and then we were just like into the car and then we didn't like, take off though did no we, we like hung out for a little bit i think we <laughs> Because we had we had set up the camera, I think, on the dash, so we like were watching it back to see if we got anything, and of course we didn't, because it you know you slammed on the brakes and the camera probably rolled off. But it, uh, I don't know, maybe five ten minutes later, we finally start, we finally drive out of the parking structure, and we're like, oh look, a cop car pulled over a white Mustang. Sucks for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see another cop car that had pulled Pulling over, over a white another Mustang. white Mustang. We're like, and then we're like, what, what are the odds? Fucking look at this guy. What's happening here? It's probably then, at this point that you can defer uh, instead of leaving, whatever, uh, that Sean was driving a white Mustang. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> My shitty white 1994 cylinder California special Mustang with the teal palm trees on it. Was the it a 5.0? No, it was a four cylinder oh, yeah. shitty gross. gas crunch yeah. time 1990 the Ford Mustang. Gross. Is the worst Ford Mustang. We call this a Mustang. Yeah. It's it not a Mustang. <laughs> so, anyways, it's at this point where my stomach starts to rumble and I say, Sean, friend to friend, I got to take a shit. Uh, um, and I was like, where else do you do it? The Outback Steakhouse. So, which is obviously. in the same. In the same Prune yard shopping shop. oh, center. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, so Sean's like, all right, fine. I'm just going to circle the block. I don't want to just like sit here because I'm filled with uh, endless angst. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and I go into the Outback Steakhouse, um, doing the thing in the bathroom. And then all of a sudden the door opens and I hear a Jacob, <laughs> Jacob Green. Wow. Uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is Officer Schmidt from the Campbell Police Department. Did you and your friend get into a little uh, altercation at the top of a parking structure? <laughs> Luckily, I was already on the toilet because I shoot myself. Uh, <laughs> For sure. And I was like, um, no, <laughs> sort of. He's like, I'd like to talk to you when you're done. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Thinking he would like go outside the rest. He waited in the bathroom for me to finish yeah, like, did. plopping. Dude, he, he smoked he your loaf? Yeah, he like waited. Yeah, he listened. That to cop's it. seen movies. He knows he'll scurry out the little window up top. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that little window. By the no, way, no, that little window doesn't. Never, never that. seen that window. Never seen. Um, so anyway, so I, I get out, and he basically was like, "So tell me what happened." And instantly, I was like, "All right, clearly this guy's got our number. I need to make some shit up." And I was like, "We're spare commissioners. We're on student government. We were practicing a video for a new that we're going to do for a video." Yeah, <laughs> and we had and he goes, to show him. I, I go, I go. It wasn't real. We were just rehearsing the stage combat. And he looks at me and he goes, "Jesus Christ! All right, come on." <laughs> well, yeah. And Jake, so now that we've gotten to your point of the story, yeah, what is happening well, while Jake is in the bathroom? I was trying to explain to him kind of what I setting the scene for did, what. Jake didn't you totally deny it? You were like, we weren't even up there. Ah, probably. Yeah, I was an yeah. idiot. Yeah. So from here. I, 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 I how mad you were at me afterwards. What you told me was, was that you completely <laughs> flat out denied the whole thing. I was never there. I can't. I don't remember that part, Jake. Yeah, yeah. No, you, this is trust me. This is what happened, Sean. Because you were like, you fucking idiot. You fucking told him it was us. Because here, here's what happened. I get the, the officer Schmidt, whatever, dr- escorts me out of the bathroom back to uh, his partner in the squad car, where Sean is handcuffed over the hood. <laughs> Perfect. Because what this Gandalf motherfucker detained. had done. I've been detained many times, but never arrested. I like. What this Gandalf motherfucker had done was when the cops pulled him over because of the make and model of his car, they asked him if he had gotten into a fight. He flat out denied it. <laughs> no. But then he reached down to scratch his ankle. No, I didn't. Uh, Did judging I? by how furious you were with me and while i asked why you were like yeah i reached out and scratched my ankle and they fucking drew on me bro oh is it because i reached oh yeah because i'm an idiot i probably did do something that because as soon as a cop pulls me over i just immediately start reaching for registration and stuff when you're not supposed to do that and this is our white privilege moment yeah, yeah. truly so yeah, so they hand so he's handcuffed <laughs> he's he's flat out tonight but then he reaches down <laughs> yeah they handcuff you I come out, you're like cuffed on the hood. And then the, my cop guy is like, don't to his partner. He's like, don't worry about it, man. It was, they were just rehearsing for like a school project. And the cop looks at you and the guy that was with you looks at you and goes, why well, you gotta lie to me, bro? 
Yeah. It's like, why'd you have to lie to me, man? Now I remember that shit. Because uh, we, we had to sit there in the parking lot of a very busy Outback. This is right when Outback started to spread out. And so, like, they had a line out the door. So there's just a shitload of people who I probably see me and my family every day just fucking lined up over there. Perfect. Waiting to get in while we're sitting basking in the red light of their neon shit You deserve signs. it all. I know. Yeah. And then I think, you know, you talk about the white privilege. I don't even think – were you 18 or were you 17, Sean? I think I was 17. Uh, okay. So, yeah. I, I don't even think either of us got a warning. No, we didn't. We just got told, like, don't fuck around. And we did – because basically the guy was like – even if you guys were just fucking around, the guy was telling me, he's like, even if you guys were just fucking around to try to play a prank, we could still get you on yeah, fucking creating sure. mayhem and like yeah. wasting our time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was just like, nope, don't know anything you're talking about. And then I was like, I was like, because I was like, Jake just, and in my head, I was like, Jake, just stay in there. Just They're never going to find up. you in there. Meanwhile, I was like, yes, it was us, but it was real. <laughs> Wait, Jake, Dude. this doesn't make any sense. How do they know your name and go get you in there if I don't tell them something? Because you told them. Because yeah, you so, fucking told them, Sean. You told them, they pulled you, you over and they were like, yeah. Yeah, but then you said why you got to lie to me. Why would he say why you got to lie to me later on if I had You said no, you it. said I'm waiting for my friend. He's in there. And right. They basically they're like, "Well, we want it cuz basically all they saw was that like Oh. Cuz they knew you that a dude folded. had driven up I with, folded. No, yeah, that, I kept my mouth shut, Jake. Like exactly a G, like Jake. I kept as, my mouth shut for you. Yeah. And I almost did the time and you never. But no, your mom gets to call and yell about me being an anti-semite. Yeah. Sean, you folded like you were getting questioned in sea caucus. Sean, <laughs> if a cop comes in knowing my full name, asking about something yeah. that I just yeah. did, that I'm was all he has you. Some details. <laughs> I like, I like how Sean like has revisionist history. Like no, he didn't straight up, dude. And you, and you know the cop went. What were you doing, sir? I'm so sorry, my friend Jacob Creams a Jew, and he's shitting in a bathroom, and we're just <laughs> bad people at him. I'm so sorry, dude. Straight up, like I guarantee yeah. you, here's what happened. We didn't do anything. I'm just waiting for my friend. His name's Jacob Green. He's taking a dump. Go in there. I'm gonna ask you. You I never. Him, he'll, he'll tell you I'm right. I never trusted him. He's a Jew. He hates people. I, I'm so sorry. I've never liked him. Like, you know, he went so hard in the paint. That's full, horrible. Full fold. Full, full fold. That's why we call him the paper plane. Yeah, we call him the paper folder, dude. Just folds. He just folds, bro. I don't like this segment anymore. He's Captain, like he's Captain Lawn Chair, dude. We're not doing this anymore. You guys you guys don't have to do it next week. Are you happy? No, Sean, Sean, in all seriousness, dude, in all seriousness, I love you like a brother. Man. I know. And, I love you, too. And I'm not just saying saying that because you're holding my brother ransom <laughs> ben will die <laughs> has never been proven yeah they don't care what happens hey to jacob lachaim to life hey hey to you too sir and may i just say mazel tov on mazel, joining mazel the tov. tribe may Thank you be brother. persecuted like the rest of us fucking a when <laughs> they say chosen they mean chosen to be persecuted that's what they mean <laughs> that's good um, that is good. That's fucked. Um, oh. Hey, man. <laughs> pleasure. Hopefully one of these days, post-pandemic, we can all sit together and drink a, a lovely snifter of Manischewitz. Ugh. Yeah. Don't put it on my table. <laughs> 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 you ever had Manischewitz in Everclear? That will change your life, sir. Yeah. Oh, Jake, do you have anything that you want to pimp out on our show? Uh, in terms of stuff that I'm allowed to talk about? Um, yeah. Uh, Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts on Netflix right now. You should go watch that. Oh my oh, yeah. god, dude! Seasons one on and two. That? It is like next dude, level. Were you on that? Play. Yeah, yeah. I've I play, watched. Uh, I played Jamak, the the mod frog. Fuck off! Me and my daughter have watched every single one of those. That's one of, <laughs> really? That is one of the most. Oh, you mentioned it. That is one oh, of the awesome, most. Dude. That's one of the most progressive cartoons I've seen. 
in the history of ever. I'm happy to hear that, man. I I, I think the show's no, awesome. it's, uh, I mean, it's progressive, it's, it's inclusive, and the animation and the fucking soundtrack are so good. Dude, anytime RZA is on a cartoon, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Dude, good. No, no, everybody playing impressive. the drinking game at home, he yeah. just told everybody to go fuck yourselves, you have to chug. That's yep. chugging. Um, Dude, Jacob, pleasure. <laughs> Dude, let's get, let's together, get together and lift a glass one of these days, brother. Yes, yep. sir. Sounds good, guys. So good to meet you, bud. Nice to meet you guys. All right, take care. All Sean, right, go fuck good. yourself. I love you. (laughs) We're going to get into some voicemail. We have one voicemail. And usually when we do a call, we don't do a voicemail. But we thought that it was necessary to do this one to lead us into some music. Should we preemptively before the voicemail just kind of explain who this gentleman is? Yeah, Bobby, why don't you go ahead? You're the closest to this gentleman. Well, I'll make it very brief. But um, Jason Levine, and I'm going to say his full fucking name because I I love him. So he started uh, bartending at El Moro approximately like a week and a half before I did. Yes. Um, He was tasked with like kind of training me on brunch, even though he had no fucking (laughs) idea what he was doing. So, which is like one of the hardest shifts to work in that place. um, It's not not one of. It is the hardest shift. It's the dumbest bartending shift a human being can do because everybody's like oh you know what i'll take a shot and a mimosa and fuck it give me a bloody mary all at the same time and everybody's ordering three drinks yeah and on their tab is always thirty dollars so you make no fucking money (laughs) brunch is the most thankless pile of shit jason and i and i did it together for almost two years yeah um we loved each other it was great we had the best fucking time he reminded me of my brother in so many ways he had the same laugh he was like a taller version of my brother plus he was just jason he was so fucking funny he would relentlessly relentlessly fuck with people (laughs) i mean we've made barbacks cry yeah i've seen it it was great um yeah just kind of have to wipe the tears away i'm like i gotta go to the bathroom (laughs) because we were not cool to anybody uh <laughs> so needless to say when jason left it was a really really rough day for me yeah um and probably started the you know end of my generation my era at uh at el moro um because yeah, you were like i don't I, that was the best part of that shift and it's gone I, I, now just going to work with jason was always a fucking pleasure he was the best we yeah. had so much fun together i think our customers had a great time our guests always loved being like like loved hanging out with us because i think we were just we had a really nice thing going yep. uh but he needed to move on and he's yes. doing other stuff he's uh always been a really good musician and now he's starting to do kind of his own thing he contacted me and i'm, I'm like well fuck this like why don't why don't we kind of feature you on the whiskey reel and yeah we gave him an opportunity to kind of intro himself give us a little bit of yeah. give you guys all a little bit of heads up about what he blah, 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 yeah. blah. Oh, it's so fucking hot i can't talk right now. <laughs> dude, i'm not it's kidding so dude. hot right now <laughs> i'm yeah. so close to karening out i know oh, hey. God. yeah don't mm. the only thing worse than a karen mm. is if you go all Aaron. I got- <laughs> 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 can't have a karen without the Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want a bumper sticker of that and i'm putting it on your car buddy <laughs> no amount of no. suffering <laughs> can prepare you for so here's a voicemail from jason jason gave us an intro or tennessee J, as he's called tennessee, hey, tennessee, tennessee J. J. wanted to kind of give you guys a little uh preface for his song this is the song that i chose for this week what up whiskey real homies and listeners this is tennessee J. Connor from Bakersville, North Carolina, to the absolute best podcast on the internet. Man, I miss you guys. Can't wait for the next time we can sit around 
have shots of Fernetti here. I'm promoting my new album, Victory Garden. It's available completely free at TennesseeJ.BandCamp.com. I'd like you all to hear a sample of April Suzanne, a cover song originally written by the great Robert Lester Folsom. Hope you enjoy it. Cheers, everybody. Love you guys. Mwah. dig it because it reminds me of 90s songs it's like it reminds me of the 90s it sounds very who are the bands i'm trying to think of flaming lips flame a little bit of flaming lips with the uh the harmonies that he's mm-hmm. doing with himself mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of the lead singer of flaming lips coming through in the background yeah there's a there's a band from the early aughts um called the wrens and nobody knows what you're talking about yeah they do <laughs> they're legendary <laughs> somebody knows what he's talking about just not and us okay. jason knows i know that of and course. um there's an album they did called the meadowlands and the production is very 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 similar to the wrens that 90s early aughts somber multi-layered melodic i was gonna say avant-garde. i get it, it it's um, not even avant-garde a, it's yeah. just a mix of it like slightly ethereal mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, There's yeah. a little Elliot Smithiness to it. There is. Yeah. There's like, I, like yeah, it. I dig it. I dig it. I, I dig like it. Chill. It I makes me want to sit in the rain. And when I mean in the rain, not in my house, like in the rain yeah. on a curb. You want to sure, go full, sure. full Braff, full Zach Braff standing in the rain, Garden State style? I just want to smoke <laughs> a wet cigarette that doesn't actually hit. <laughs> but still smoke it. Oh man, yeah. Or or just mainline the junk cuz that wow. song is great okay. for Or no, this song would be great in, in a movie soundtrack during a scene that's no, like would. dark and someone's shooting up for sure. Yeah. I don't know what that says about yeah. me. Wow. I don't that's, know. That's, that's not a comment. You. That's not a, any that shouldn't reflect on Tennessee J I whatsoever. I think that's, that, that's one of your student films. No, yeah, but if and I don't know what the rest of the album sounds like, but everybody can find it at tennesseej.bandcamp.com and that's the how the state Tennessee is spelled, but J A Y at the end, not just the letter J. It was a little confusing. It's like this is Tennessee J from North Carolina. <laughs> Pick a fucking lane, Jason. No, because if you're in Tennessee and you call yourself Tennessee J, nobody wants to see your set. If you're in North Carolina and, and your name's Tennessee J, you're legit. And you're Tar Heel J in fucking Tennessee, dude. Yeah. No. I come out here, I'm Hollywood Sean Moe, and I'm from Northern California, dude. They don't give a fuck. And I could have sworn that he moved to South Carolina when he left. 
That's weird. But maybe I'm. You can just move freely about the cabin in the Carolinas. <laughs> Ding! Uh, <laughs> about the cabin. They don't. They let you go to first class yeah. and, and try there's their no, outer There's banks. no seatbelt light. Yeah. Dude, they've never seen first class in South Carolina. Trust well, me. Well, I've never been. I've been to North Carolina and it's gorgeous, but I've only been to like the outer banks, like the touristy most, like right. tourist. So I don't know what other parts of North Carolina are like. Go well, Gamecocks. TennesseeJ.bandcap.com. See. And the album is titled Victory Garden. Yeah. So go listen to go listen, go listen to, to our, our buddy. boy, man. We love yeah. we love Jason. We miss you, so Jay. Much. When you come back, we should go get some cocktails together. Uh, Amen. Yeah. Cocktails. And make the, and you make them for us. Yeah, please. They're, That's how that uh, works. We'll let it, well they'll let you do it at Omar. <laughs> they'll let you do it on the other side. He of the and bar. I wrote started a screenplay called There Will Be Frenet. There will be Frenet. And uh, yeah, you know the <laughs> <laughs> we only got a half a paragraph in. I bet Jason and I have kicked. Joey O'Day out of more bars. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. Yeah, enjoy your day. I want to see day. a. I want to see a There Will Be Blood movie about Fernet, but it's fucking Adam Driver doing the dad, the oil baron that he did on SNL. <laughs> I am an oil baron. What does an oil baron do exactly? Crush your enemies into powder. <laughs> and Joey O'Day is the bowling pin. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, enjoy your day, everybody. Oh my um, God, we're gonna, did it. We're gonna get, we're gonna get into, oh, uh, dude, your song. Listen, this song is listen, out of. Control. I let, I let these guys listen to this yesterday. I lost my mind at your house because again, we do show prep. I know it's weird. I know it doesn't feel like it, <laughs> but we do. So really, thanks, dude. Our, That's a great no, no, no. Of the way no, I no, no. Po- I'm just no, saying, it's fine. no, it's fine. We're no, all fine. such <laughs> shit shows in our own brain that it feels like we don't, but I know we do. Um, this is a group we all know, Public Enemy. Don't need to like do a lot of a lot of fucking lead into it. Who? The Enemy, dude. Mm-hmm. We call them the Enemy. The guys with the clocks. Yeah, it's the guy with the clock. <laughs> it's it's what your dad said. No, why is that? Why is that guy wearing a big clock? Yeah, I don't think um, like five or six episodes ago we did a Public Enemy song. We did what? Fight the Power on our episode that was yeah, very but that was that was more of a centric. That was kind of yeah. it. Felt like it was more like of the moment. Yeah, it was the this. Show. Because they hadn't done this yet. <laughs> well, well, and, and honestly, how important they are into not just hip hop, but the zeitgeist of being in the 90s and 2000s. And this track is crazy because even after Sister Soldier famously shit the bed verbally, yeah. you know, after they got rid of Griff, after they, you know, it was always this triumvirate of fucking Triumvir. Terminator, Terminator, Flavor, Flavor, and, and fucking Chuck. Yep. Those were. Essentially, you could have fucking like rotated people in and out. Well, yeah. it, but it you was really I mean? it was really Chuck, and then Flav. Really, <sighs> I think that Terminator X introduced arena rock to hip hop yeah, production, kind of yeah, to production for you sure. You know what I mean? But you forget the Shock Lee brothers. Thing. No, the no, Bomb for sure. Squad were yeah, the yeah, producers yeah. for sure. Terminator X was more of the like, but his. his uh, his cuts and what he did as an active member of Public Enemy were super important. Yeah. It just made hip hop huge, huge. Yes. And, and I don't mean huge as far as listenership. I mean huge, it like sound. it was just big. Well, it, it was, was a big. big sound, and it, it was, also pushed the. It was start. Public Enemy was one of the main groups that uh, Watchdog groups were against Public Enemy, and they even put it in their album. Like yeah. when you listen to yeah. Fear of a Black Planet, they the have news clips yes. of people talking yes. about how disgusting this is, and they don't want them in their town. And right. they were them and NWA were the two focuses for the media to go after hip hop music and go after the black community. Frankly, that's what they were doing. It, it, and Bobby mentioned how big they were, and the only word I can think of is cacophony. Yeah, it's wow. a simple 
cacophony of sound. It is a big, overwhelming wave of sound. It's It's a cacophony. And that's what uh, Public Enemy was for me as a kid. And I know for you guys, too, growing up, they were so important and so bigger than the moment always. And for them to take this many years off and come back, I don't know who produced the track. It's this kid named DJ Premier. Of course it is, because you brought it. But if you thought Public Enemy couldn't get any better, let's have DJ Premier get in the mix. Oh, Um, you guys can't see it, but there's balloons coming from the ceiling. (laughs) There's confetti. That's the one millionth time (laughs) DJ Premier has been mentioned. (laughs) And it looks like... One lucky listener. Yeah, it looks like... It looks like Agnes Applebottom of Bozeman, Montana has won the prize, which oh. is a 1984 Kawasaki Ninja with Bobby's face on the side of it. Kawasaki Wow. Ninja. Is it a 600 or a 12? It's a 12. Uh, it, it should be a 12. Um, um, I thought we were giving out a Suzuki Samurai with a big sound system. <laughs> with just It's all a woofer with four wheels. The public enemy machine. That's what's going on. We were going to give we were gonna give him a busted scooter with like a bottle of Fernet in the side of it, but we thought you'd get a Set. <laughs> and it's, but you gotta pick it up from impound. You um, know what? You know what? So I'm out of here. I'm out of here. So, so guys, this song oh, is called. Man. Okay, I want to go down on record. Not that it matters because nobody listens. But I want to go down on <laughs> record. Forty five of these people. Well, sure. Okay, people. I'm telling you right now, and Bobby and Sean will agree because typically we don't play the songs for each other beforehand. But I was so excited. Gentlemen, is this or is this not the best hook? Dude, when you started playing it, I thought we were like, it reminded me of being three like teenagers in your room at your house. Like, oh shit. Like from the back in the day. I was jumping. Um, you were. Rex was looking at me like, you just, just stop. And it. we conjured the I, storm from the sky. It was like, we played this and yes. the fucking heavens opened and up the and dumped opened. water on us. I, is, I'll take it beyond the hook. I think this is the greatest song of all time. <laughs> Whoa, shit. Oh, wow. That's impossible. There's no skinny white girl with a big nose involved at all. Uh, I bet there is. <laughs> we'll find her. She's holding the light. There, she there did. Ca- he, she did craft service. I'll find. All her. right. So we've fucking sucked this dick. This is of called this song State enough. of the Union. Public Enemy, brought to you by DJ Primo's son. Primo. Enjoy this and listen to what mm. Mr. Chuck D has to say. Unprecedented, diminished, many presidented, Nazi, Gestapo, dictator, defendant. It's not what you think, it's what you follow. Run for them jewels, drink from that bottle. Another four years, gonna gut your hollow. Gun it out, dried up, broken, can't borrow. State of the Union, shut the fuck up. Sorry ass motherfucker, stay away from me. State of the Union, shut the fuck up. Sorry ass motherfucker, stay away from me. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, ass motherfuckers. Stay away from me. God, that shit. I'm going to be screaming that shit in the streets for fucking months. Come on, That is the anthem to the second half of 2020. Come on, man. Fuck everything. This is my anthem. Come on, man. This is is them. And I was wondering when everybody was going to stop it. With with not and there's been a lot of really good recordings. Like we talked about Marlon Kraft doing some stuff. There's been guys that have been putting out like Toby Nguigwe has been putting yep. out some good stuff. You played we played him on there's, the podcast there's, recently. There's been some there's been some really fire shit going on with gentlemen and young ladies. Um Sampa the Great just oh put out God. a really good fucking cut and I was gonna play that, but Ooh, it's good we- it's good to hear from the stalwarts of the hip hop right? community and the 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 old ones, man. This feels like like we talked about Lovecraft, the old ones. This is if there was a Cthulhu in fucking hip hop, it's Mr. <laughs> Chuck D and it's Public Enemy. Oh man, because they yeah. just 
They brought fire, what he was even saying in the verses. And yep. in, in that second verse, he said, fear the comb over. Like, like he's talking about real shit, doing it in the Chuck D manner where he's not following any rhyme script. Rhyming doesn't matter. Cadence doesn't matter. But it makes sense when Chuck says it. Yep. And then you get crackhead flavor just throwing out one of the best hooks which, I've ever heard, which means it's a nonsense hook. But it's so good. I'm not convinced that was all recorded in order or even necessarily recorded. <laughs> no, that's I think, been over the last I think 35 they just went, years. Yes. They just went through his reality shows. They went through his, and they put four lines together. And it's fucking incredible. Dude, oh, State of the Union. Shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Sorry, Sorry ass, ass motherfucker. motherfucker. Stay, Stay away, away from, from me. me. I don't even think he was involved in this recording. <laughs> He's just in the video. He's just in the video. And by the way, if those shirts aren't being printed as we speak, yes. there's a travesty because um, I want one. But Why everybody, are we doing that? get on YouTube and watch this video too. The video production's oh, awesome. It is. The way they Fire. use really like hard contrast with black and white and the clips that they throw in there, very good production. It's fucking just gets you hyped up. We're yeah. watching it on your TV, and I've like you said, you were jumping up and down, and I was like, come on, boys, let's put some holes in some drywall. Yeah, dude. It's 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 I don't I got all rednecky over hip hop, but that's know, just me. I know that was weird. <laughs> that's a weird way to take it's it. It's just Sean Moe. Well, he's fighting his anti Semitism. I hate you <laughs> more than I hate Jizz Lane Maxwell right now. <laughs> Maxwell Jizz Lane? Maxwell Jizz Lane. Jizz Lane. You got to put the emphasis oh, on the Jizz. Maxwell Jizz Lane comes from uh, Cornpone Parish in <laughs> Louisiana. Cornpone? Cornpone Parish. Wow. I, I like didn't that. know that was a real I like parish. That. I hear the uptick. <laughs> Bobby's rubbing ice on his Bobby, it looks like... Bobby, you look like Prince Andrew giving an interview, talking about how he doesn't sweat while yeah. he sweats on camera. Dude, the next time anybody says anything I don't like in the streets, all I'm going to say is, sorry, ass motherfucker, stay, stay away, away from, from me. me. That's all you need to say. And there, I feel like there was a lot of wisdom behind what Chuck D was saying. And oh, are you There always me? is, son. So it's time for us to share our pearls of wisdom I'm as gonna, we I'm going to flavor them. flave this. Let's clutch. Right. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby just like backed off the wow. microphone Bobby, for a little bit. Like he's like taking a big breath in about to get real. Bobby's just throwing a Casio clock around his neck. <laughs> it, it, he doesn't know that that's not what. That's not really how it works. That's really not how it worked. Bobby, what's your clutchies? Staying on theme. I'm just going to say, don't be a fucking Karen. Please don't. Can you not be a Karen? And by the way, every Jessica, every Nikki, Nikki, every Stacy, every Stacy. Every Christine, Christina, every, every Kristen, all Roll of time. you, Roll time. all of you can be Karens. Can so be Karens. let's don't be a fucking Karen. And even more importantly, don't be an, an enabler of a fucking Karen, a Karen enabler. Cause a, a Bobby enabler. can be a fucking Chad. Yeah. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Or a Darren. If I enable mm-hmm. some silly twat, <laughs> that is going to be a Karen. A twat. I'm just as much at fault yeah. by just standing behind her and being like, yeah! <laughs> Get him, girl! Anyways, that's my word. Hump that leg. That's my pearl. That's my pearl. All right, Sean's going to go last because he never goes last. So I'm going to give you a moment to think <gasps> about it. Pressure, thank you. My pressure. thing is thank this. Thank you because I was freaking out. I'm All, just, right, I have I All right, you're welcome. My thing is this. Just because you drive a car doesn't mean you can talk to a NASCAR racer. Just because you fucking have stitched your fucking shirt doesn't make you a clothing designer. Just because you've barbecued, don't come up to a chef and start spitting nonsense. Oh, Just God. because you <laughs> fucking made a rum and coke, you are not a bartender, son. Stop it. 
I don't want to hear about your barbecue. I'm glad you cook hot dogs. I'm glad you've made a margarita once. You don't know what I go through on a daily basis. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) All right? I've been doing this for 20 plus, and just because you had a summer job at a resort making fucking wine spritzers does not mean you know what my world is. So I appreciate your insight. Keep your fucking mouth shut because I got work to do, son. Period. And that brings me to mind. I was going to say, down and embrace your yes. destiny. <laughs> Release your anger. Release it. Yes. Tired of it, dude. Feel I'm tired of hate. that amateur hour bullshit. Heard. Heard. That that brings me to mind, which was be nice. Be nice to people out there. Everybody's a little bit on edge, but my wife manages a restaurant. You work, you manage three restaurants. You guys are both I, I am I am just fucking disgusted with how much I hear people are being such assholes to the people who are on the front lines and they don't have to be, they don't have to be serving you, but they're doing it and they're risking their lives to a certain degree. And you guys all need to be fucking nice or yeah. we're going to fucking kill you. <laughs> we're talking to you, Tejas. Yeah, Tejas. Yeah. And Zona. I will say this, and this is not to diminish what you're saying. What I've heard on the streets is that most people are being very, very cool, very they respectful for the most part. Now, we see it. We we're see not it. talking to those people. No, we're not talking to you. No. If Lovely you're a nice folks. person, you can turn the podcast you know? off now. Or maybe there's a little thing I you did know? a credit, you know? Now, what like I've seen is like everybody gets that little roll of the eyes because like, oh, I got to put my mask on or whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? I know. Just, you know. To, to piggyback on what you're saying, like well, these, people, these yeah. people have probably been in that mask for nine hours. So why don't you fucking cut them? Well, when you all when you, when you all start getting hundred dollar tickets for doing what for not doing what you should be doing, maybe it'll strike home. I know it, our PD is not really enthusiastic about like stinging people for not wearing masks in public, but it may happen. It's and if it does happen, happening. you guys are going to be in a whole lot of bullshit because we got to do it all day long. And that's fine. That's what we got to do for each other. But I'm just saying. Well, just I, hey, shut the fuck up. Sorry, hey, ass motherfuckers. Stay, stay away, away from, from me. me. I want to speak to the manager right fucking now. And then I'll have a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> no amount of suffering. <laughs> Can prepare you for. <laughs> that was so that fucking was amazing. So perfect. But just <laughs> the way you said no amount of oh, suffering. <laughs> <laughs> that was so okay. good. <laughs> Do that. One oh, more time. Sorry, dude. I'm I wasn't so expecting sorry. that. One more time. <laughs>